Ladies, gentlemen, something new this time. I feel like we always do some funny ones, but um, welcome back to another episode of your favorite or least favorite podcast. Balls Pod- in your court. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your balls to yourself, bro. We're trying to record here. I thought we changed the name of the podcast. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll go back to the old name. What's the old name? Odd misfits versus the world <laughs> that's a big throwback for whoever's been listening oh since the God. first episode Everyone, yeah since the, not even since the so trailer no bro yeah <laughs> yeah our, our podcast used to be called misfits versus the world and then we realized we couldn't take on the world <laughs> so, so we're just taking on the tank instead <laughs> yeah so now it's called odd fish so welcome to odd fish Oh man, and you know we got a we got a pretty real topic for you guys today. Kind of fits uh, fits the the kind of vibe of what we've been hitting with season three so far. So, uh, Rich, why don't you tell them what we're uh, what we're about to do, and then we'll get into it. I just want to know why you're man spreading right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What's man spreading, bro? And don't mansplain it to me. <laughs> I wish there were more words we could continue that that motif joke. I'm sure we'll get some in there, bro. There's no way we won't be able to work in a few others in there. Oh man. But yes, on well, the on that subject, bro. On that subject, uh, we're gonna we're gonna be mansplaining some things <laughs> to you today, and um, it's gonna be from the point of view of two men. So cancel us now, just to be safe. <laughs> See, that's the thing with season three. We've, we've said a lot of things, and so have our guests. That at this point, we should be canceled. There's no reason we should still be running this. I agree. I so agree. it's and kind of a miracle know, that we are. With the best intentions, of course, but like... <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, dude. <laughs> yeah, sure, it's a good thing none of our four viewers canceled us over this. Yeah. It's totally possible. Yeah. But yeah, that being said... Let's get into our topic. We're going to be talking about uh, toxic masculinity today, how it can be good or bad in society. Hint, it's never good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, but you'll see why. You'll see why very soon. But And yeah, we'll talk about, you know, kind of uh, our own experience with it, how it kind of manifests in society today, and what are some things that we can do to kind of avoid it or steer ourselves on a different path so that being said let's get into it rich why don't you hit us with that crispy definition can i hit you with the crispy intro first oh hit the oh my god bro (laughs) you know that's the best part of our podcast like most people say that's their favorite part so you know what i didn't know that maybe this one maybe we should just not talk (laughs) all right cue the intro for the next 25 minutes minutes later <laughs> that sounds like the spongebob yeah, voice yeah bro it, okay good <laughs> otherwise it'd be just weird so otherwise they'd get us confused for that one commercial bro what what commercial the one that the intro's in oh my god 
<laughs> guys, guys, guys. I'm speaking to the Oddfish audience now and not Pranav. <laughs> <laughs> we found this we found this commercial. You guys know Kith the brand, right? Kith, like not Kiss, but Kith. Like not Mike Tyson saying Kiss, but like Kith the brand. <laughs> that was a long explanation. Anyways. Kith the brand. It's a fashion brand. And um they had they, they put out this commercial like last week and I was scrolling through Instagram and for some reason I had my I like sound on. So I'm scrolling through and what do I hear? I hear and I was like, wait, wait, pause, pause, pause. Are they using the odd fish music in the Kith ad? So yeah, if you guys are uh, if you guys are fans of Kith the brand, somehow their commercials sounding pretty similar to the odd fish intro. So um... and we all know that was made by our one and only in-house <laughs> DJ drama yeah so. we might we might have to sue him bro so we'll see <laughs> we'll keep you posted on the six dollars we make from that we'll True. ship it out to our four viewers and we get two we get to two, two for ourselves, bro we get our own salary <laughs> <laughs> we made back like a percentage of what we spent on That's the so stickers funny, bro <laughs> okay anyways working our way up to t-shirts slowly bro <laughs> one dollar at a time we just need an investor <laughs> So if any investor is listening to this right now, please give us money. <laughs> That's our elevator pitch. <laughs> okay. So, let's double it down here. Yes, sir. You said something about toxic masculinity being the episode. Something Being the it. episode topic. Um, pretty interesting stuff, bro. <laughs> I think I think first and foremost, <laughs> we should we should take a really long take at what this actually means like we all use the the term you know a lot toxic toxic masculinity also i'm going to be mispronouncing the term a lot it's a really tough thing to say toxic masculinity just bear with me um but the the point is that we often use this term to describe several situations several instances where we see other people doing certain things or maybe things you see in movies or um you know things you see on college campuses or whatever but I don't think people have a you know a really solid grasp of what all toxic masculinity entails because it's Man, it's you really are not doing great at this already, bro. No, I can't. I can't say the word. I can't. But um, let me okay. Let me go into the definition of of what I read because you know I'll be reading. He be but, reading, bro. You know, <laughs> I read a really solid definition of what toxic masculinity. Got it right there. Nice. Um, is so this is what this is what these people say. Toss. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Starting so over. Starting over. Toxic masculinity is a narrow and repressive description of manhood, designating manhood as defined by violence, sex, status, and aggression. It's the cultural ideal of manliness, where strength is everything while emotions are a weakness, where sex and brutality are yardsticks by which men are measured, while supposedly quote unquote feminine traits, which can range from emotional vulnerability to simply just not being hypersexual are the means by which your status of a man can be taken away. So basically assuming that instead of being the evolved humans that we are today, <laughs> we're more like the crews you can see right behind <laughs> us. Finally, we come full circle to why we have the poster. <laughs> For everybody asking, now you know. <laughs> oh my god, bro. It's, yeah, I mean... That's that's the that's the uh, basis of it. Like Nov said, like you, since the dawn of time, since the crudes, the crudacious era, <laughs> the crudacious period. <laughs> I can't do this. Bro. 
Since the Cretaceous period, man has always been put on such such a societal uh, pedestal um, to which, like, he's got to do this, this, and this. He's got to be the protector of the family, the breadwinner, the, uh, what's his the, what's his name in the movie? The the, the grug. The grug bro. of the family. The grug and, of the family, <laughs> bro. And, you know, he's the protector of everyone. And, uh, you know, even back to, like, religious um, instances of Adam and Eve and whatever else you want to bring up, but toxic masculinity dates back to literally the beginning of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we try to break down why this happens... It's not necessarily the fact that we're wired in a certain way biologically or it's, you know, embedded in our DNA or men are supposed to be this way because because we are this way scientifically. It's not the way it's not. That's not the case. It's it's the, the reason toxic masculinity exists is because we created it for ourselves. Straight up. We just decided to become the hunters. And now <laughs> now we ain't the gatherers. You know what I'm saying? Now gathering is too lame for us. Um, but yeah, it's. It's uh, it's not great, and it can um, obviously lead to some uh, bad bad behavior, especially when it's uh, when it's reinforced in the current society where it you know there's really like no place for it at all, no excuse to you know still be the way that it is. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, if anyone can find a positive outcome from toxic masculinity, send it our way because <laughs> we'll, we're we're prepared to shut you down. But that's funny. Like. The science of it is pretty clear from what people be saying, the people who are educated, unlike us. <laughs> Basically, like, uh, we started with, you know, the uh, the idea of two genders, male and female. And right. after a lot of research and studies, people realize that the brains of these two genders are actually not different at all. They're very, very similar, like 0.5% variance in their brain makeup. Um, and so when you look at that, it's not toxic masculinity is not necessarily a biological characteristic like i said before but rather a result of the societal standards and like norms we've defined so when we look at even even like when a kid is born he's born well i just said he there you go but (laughs) but basically the kid is born into a family where where those toxic toxic masculinity traits are already evident and there's right. it's not something that you're born born into a clean slate of for sure yes yeah, like a cultural phenomenon that kind of like leaks through exactly. generations bro exactly um but you know um obviously it's not as um to be honest i don't even think it's as present as it was when like our generation when we were kids like when i was you know like 10 years ago when i was mm-hmm. like 11 12 or whatever um I feel like the the um, the standards that I saw for like what a man could be and what a man should be are really different than what I see now, which is a really good thing. But also, there's a lot of progress still to be made. I feel like that is true. Yeah, that is for sure true. Because I think when we were kids, or when you know, like you said, ten years ago, most of the most of the traits you would associate with toxic masculinity or, or manliness, even just manliness, not even the toxic yeah, yeah, toxicity yeah. of it, but just looking at like violence power aggression strength sexual dominance uh you know holistic dominance like all of these were just manly traits that's what defined a man and then when you look at the opposite of maybe not the opposite of that but other characteristics which are emotion like emotional emotional attachment emotional vulnerability um the softness yeah yeah yeah, um, for sure they were all just basically signs of weakness yeah so I mean that that pretty much sums up up like uh, what people really made a man out to be. Yeah, straight up. That's um, 
That's facts. And it also, like, it manifests itself, you know, um, just, like, through our, like, daily conversation with, like, different phrases that we may not even, like, recognize mm-hmm. right away, but are, like, but are also, like, kind of perpetuating that idea, you know, such as, like, things that we may not even, like, realize are, like, having that that impact, like, uh, like words like breadwinner and phrases like man of the house kind of reinforce those ideas, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you can, you as far as our history, right, immediate history dates back, we go back to, like, like World War One, World War Two, The II. Crudacious period. The crud- <laughs> The Kurdacious spirit. That's such a good one, man. I know, bro. Shout that's out, so funny. Shout out DreamWorks for coming up with that one. <laughs> um, but if you go back to like, let's say World War One, World War Two, where people were being recruited to to enlist and not recruited, but like you to enlist in war and go to war, yeah. and, whatnot. and who do we see going to war? Men, and women were left in a vulnerable situation where they're like cooking and cleaning for the family as. Women have been and working too, and working yes, uh, and providing for the family at home. That's that's right there, like the perfect example of of what they saw as the definition of man, manlyhood, yeah, manliness. Absolutely. Um, and you don't see that going away either. You don't see that idea. We obviously haven't had a war in a very long time. We came very close, but <laughs> we came close. But we're no, we haven't had a war. But year's not over, bro. <laughs> damn it knocking on wood (laughs) um anyways uh you don't see going away so like a simple example would be if we look at captain america so i know captain america is portraying world war one and world war two but that was a movie made in the 2010s yeah so they had the opportunity to take a better look at how masculinity was portrayed how toxic how toxicity was involved in masculinity they didn't really do much about it i mean it's like it's more like accurate to like showing us how it was you know or that yeah, yeah yeah i guess that's that's fair too i mean one one way or the other like it shows um it shows a picture that's not great and how you know exactly yeah. it ain't really the way it should be bro yeah yeah and like like Nov said there's so many other phrases too that like you and i have definitely used some of these and we've oh, had sure. some of these used at us as well like sure. like boys will be boys you know such a such a simple term and we've heard it all the time and I was even reading, like, testimonials from, like, moms and whoever would, like, a mom with her daughter at the playground and a mom with her son at the playground and, this, and, the, and the boy hits the girl and, and then the mom's, the boy's mom says, ah, boys will be boys. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, no. Yeah, no, exactly, Boys will not bro. be boys. Get get a fucking hold on your child, Karen. Yeah, like <laughs> straight up, bro. And it's like, uh, another one is like, you throw like a girl. Like, bro, I be oh knowing girls that throw better than me. <laughs> That one ain't even accurate. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I that that one definitely exists. There's um even like even in soccer when I used to play soccer, like my my coach would uh some of my coaches would say like uh oh you're you're like you're man what would he say basically the same thing like you throw like a girl but in in like the soccer definition because you know you can't use your you hands like in that a girl. sport you kick yeah there you go. But there was there was another there was another coach that said like oh you kick you kick with the power of a baby elephant and I was like what what the fuck <laughs> like I don't know where that came from but at least he wasn't using a gender term so yeah true props to props to Coach Benny out there <laughs> if you're watching <laughs> yeah I think he lives in Albania so that might not be very uh... hey we're we're worldwide bro oh, you're right. Be watching us. <laughs> 
man. Um, there's a, I mean, there's a, there's another phrase too that we've seen in the last four years uh, with our, um, our, our, our ex used to say this a lot. You know, locker room talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our ex. Who's our ex? Our ex president. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro! I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, um, if yeah. anything, Trump's America made things much, much worse for mm-hmm. perpetuating toxic masculinity, bro. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh my god. But I mean, you remember all those, um, to our listeners, I keep like having to switch between talking to you and to our listeners, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you all know like the, the interviews that were going viral at a certain time during his presidency and like even before where he said some pretty vulgar shit about um you know women and how he used to treat them and derogatory yeah. things he said and a lot of the a lot of the support he got was was playing all of that off as quote-unquote locker room talk yeah for and sure. that doesn't fly that's that's not something that's acceptable and the whole phrase is just like defined as here's a bunch of vulgar things and and inappropriate things that we're now going to deem as appropriate because that's what men do yeah 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 absolutely bro absolutely not acceptable for a regular person much less for the president bro mm-hmm. not my president <laughs> straight up and there was, i know there was one more that you wanted to talk about yeah okay so this one uh, i wanted to issue a bit of a trigger warning because like i know um i know people will be going through experiences that you know you and i have not gone through and yeah for sure um uh, but we're aware of these experiences and like whether it whether it ranges from uh you know abuse to emotional abuse to emotional blackmailing to sexual abuse to anything worse uh you know some of these things can be tough to talk about so as much as we you know like to laugh and joke on our episode um there is a lot of it where it's like this is this is serious shit toxic masculinity extends far beyond just the simple locker room talk extends far beyond what you see on tv and for sure captain america and whatnot you know it, it really extends to personal experiences people have experiences people have in um the sexual world and like social encounters, things like that. So even the phrase that we might see that you might've heard before, which could be quote unquote, he does that because he likes you. Yeah. You know, whether you've heard that in high school or in college or whatever, um, in an uncomfortable situation, that's something that is so overlooked and, and can be played off as, Oh yeah, that's, he's a man. He, he does that because he likes he you does it because he likes you. And that's basically like absolving the, the man of like, any sort of blame you know what i mean which is uh you know not not at all acceptable right exactly and i don't know where we found that credibility to give a man that kind of power to to do whatever he wants and assert that kind of dominance and violence and whatever it is um whatever whatever he's doing to warrant that phrase said by someone is uh really not acceptable because it just implies like that should still be treated at face value right like it is what it is exactly exactly and you know the phrase the phrase just implies that like boys or men or you know however old motherfuckers are <laughs> are incapable of expressing themselves through means other than aggression and violence yeah like that's not the the goal was never for a man to be able to express himself purely through violence and aggression for sure and strength and dominance you know that like i said from the biological makeup of humans like we are all we all come from the same brain. We all come from the same seed. We've seen them from a crudations period. <laughs> we, we all have the same brain. And like, it's just that society has formed and normed our brains to, to uh, act in certain ways. And when we see men acting 
in in ways of violence and aggression we play it off with these phrases that we've been going through and it's it's scary it's honestly scary bro the cruise loki is like a perfect example of what we're talking about bro you got like you got grug the the male of the household bro the, the toxic male and then who shows up to absolutely obliterate <laughs> his worldview but our guy guy <laughs> Guys, we really, really urge you to watch Cruise <laughs> because there's a couple reasons. Let me break this down. There's a couple reasons. One, like Nov saying, it's actually very pertinent to the issues we're talking about. <laughs> With you know, you know, prominent characters such as Guy, Eep, Uga, you know, <laughs> all, let's not forget Belt, bro. Belt, yeah, all playing crucial, crucial roles in in breaking that toxic masculinity. Even even um, Grug at the very end, he like gets over it. Yeah. He's like, man. I really ain't shit, bruh. Yeah, he's like, I'm not a man unless I can, uh, you know, cry or something. He he does something like that. I don't remember. But he invented the hug, bro. He invented the <laughs> hug! A form of emotion with physical connection! Yes! <laughs> Second reason you should watch Crudes is because Crudes 2 is coming out in a week. <laughs> so if you need to see Crudes 2, you need to see Crudes first. So uh, definitely Crudes 2 viewing party at our apartment. <laughs> must must show negative COVID test to attend. Um, must denounce toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, uh, we could also talk about some other examples of like, you know, pop culture and in the media of of toxic masculinity stereotypes that we see, you know. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Well, I mean there was <laughs> there's the first one you wanted to oh, talk yeah. about, okay. and I ain't seen that movie. You're so. right, you're right. I was just telling Nav, though, I, I watched this movie called Prisoner, Prisoners um, by Del- Dennis Villeneuve, and um, it has, it, you should go see it, because it has Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman, so, great movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> not that they're the standard for men to be attractive or whatever, just just go see it. Uh, and a great movie, though, because... It, it did expose a part of toxic masculinity very aptly for this episode um, that I wanted to touch upon where, uh, like, the man of the, the premise of the story basically is that, you know, a man, uh, a man has his daughter kidnapped from him and um, his wife really goes through, like, this very um, psychological breakdown, basically, when, when, you know, when her daughter's taken away from her. And um, they're a very religious household, too, so when, when she realizes that her daughter's been gone for four or five days now she puts all the blame on her husband um and the way she phrases this is that you know you were supposed to protect the family you were supposed to keep us together safe and and you failed and so when she tells her husband this he also feels this intrinsic like failure uh, Mm -hmm. to see that oh i was i was supposed to be the 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 man of the house the protector of the family the breadwinner i was supposed to keep everyone safe and i failed because my daughter's now gone so now i got to do everything in my possible uh, strength mm-hmm. to get her back by any means necessary. And mm-hmm. obviously, if you see the movie, you'll see what... I'm not going to spoil it, but you'll see what he goes through and you'll see what kind of implica- implications that toxic masculinity takes on him. But that's a very simple example of what we see in, in at least American culture today mm-hmm. where like the man is the man of the house. That's, that's what he's labeled as. That's what he is... Um, uh, you know, that's what we see the man uh, taking the role of. So... There's a lot of there's a lot of pressure that lies there. There's a lot of like mental and societal pressure that he takes on. But there's also the uh, the toxicity that we see from the external side too. So that's facts. And I feel like you can also really see up until recently 
you could really, really see examples of toxic masculinity and just like rap music, like as a whole, pretty much, oh, yeah. you know, like so much of it is about how much money you have or how many women you have sex with and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, cancel Kanye as much as you want, but he really was one of the people to kind of break that stereotype that you didn't have to be like selling drugs out your, uh, out the trap house or anything like that to like be a man. Like he was one of the first. Like, like with 808s and Heartbreak, bro, like, that's what inspired, like, the Frank Oceans and the Lil Uzi Verts to rap about their feelings and about shit they feel. I'm sorry I turned every episode into a Kanye <laughs> rant, but I, I did feel like that was pretty relevant, bro. <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. It's, it's part of who you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> point being, I think, you see a lot of that in, in um, rap culture, music culture, and, and like, Obviously, we've had people pave the way for other artists to actually come in and be not have to form to toxic yeah. masculinity. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and obviously, I'll, I also want to point out there are Kanye songs that oh no, facts, do the facts, opposite facts, facts, of that. Facts. <laughs> that's, that's, that's definitely facts, bro. We're not because when you said Kanye, I was like, wait, yeah, we're not we're not gonna deify <laughs> this dude too much because he he has said some cancel worthy shit. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, there's 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 plenty of examples of, of people we see in um, pop culture and, and music and movies and whatnot who are actually taking taking steps to um, combat toxic masculinity. At least in the last you know ten fifteen years, we see that. Um, yeah, for sure. And I know you wanted to talk about how it manifests in like the fashion world uh, as well, like how some brands can contribute to masculinity. I feel like I was talking to a friend about this yesterday and I I don't I don't want to put labels on certain brands and be like, "Yo, Sperry, you are you are <laughs> accelerating toxic toxic I can't say the word. <laughs> toxic masculinity." Um but there are, you, you guys know brands that actually um, you know, you can associate them directly to people who embody toxic masculinity traits. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I don't want to name any of them, but like yeah, but like if you're if you're wearing this type of deodorant, like you you become the standard of a man that you should be, like shit exactly. like that, you know? Yeah, we got we got homies wearing boots and flannels and jeans and <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> really embodying a man, a man and how a man should dress and look. Yeah, um, for sure. And then we got Young Thug on the other hand, just like popping off with a dress with on a his dress, album cover, bro. you know? Yeah, true, true. <laughs> um. And there's there's been a lot of revolution around that too with with pop culture, you know, with like Young Thug is one of the examples of that. And like, yeah. funnily enough, funny as funny as that is, because his rap isn't the stuff he raps about isn't as like isn't very uh, feministic or whatever. I don't know? even know if that's true, bro. To be honest, I like I don't actually know what Young Thug raps about, but because no one can understand him. Yeah, I, I can't understand him, but he's like. His voice is so interesting. You just have to hear more. <laughs> it's so just another instrument. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we cancel Young Thug just yet, but like we can, we can give him a question mark, bro. Yeah, I'm not gonna cancel him. He looks good in that dress, so it's okay. It's okay. And you know, similarly, we got we got Thundercat and like uh, Steve Lacey, uh, Frank. You already mentioned Frank. Yeah, for sure. Um, Harry Styles, your which boy is obviously Harry Styles. Everybody, yes, yeah, everyone, everyone's on that train. Um, but yeah, I mean. A lot of that is is what influences people these days, and we've talked about this in so many other episodes. Where social social media, pop culture, music, movies, uh, art, 
this is this is where the change kind of like happens most of the time. For sure. And, For um, sure. It's where we break down toxic masculinity. When you see the when you see the trendsetters doing it, bro. yeah. When you see the the odd fish podcasters doing it, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I feel like it's also important to uh, to point out the like you know some of the as much as we talk about you know the negative effects of uh, toxic masculinity to the people around that person, which you know are like very obvious, very prevalent. It also affects the people themselves that are um, that are kind of perpetuating those ideas. Like for that reason, you know, mm-hmm. men are statistically less likely to seek therapy. Men are less likely to be taken seriously um, for um, claims of uh, you know like domestic abuse or suicidal thoughts or anything like that. Yep. And um, that's not to like that's not to like excuse any like males like exhibiting patterns of this behavior um it's not to like give them a pass or to like bring to light like how hard their lives are or anything like that but those issues do exist and it is something worth talking about on this episode you know what i mean it's it's important to highlight how like toxic masculinity can be so self-destructive like onto you as well as the people around you absolutely i mean the premise of this whole debate of whether it's femininity or masculinity is the equality of of all the genders so when you look at the effects you got to take a look at the effects on both sides and yeah, so you facts. made a pretty good point there and um <laughs> even even like the the uh the mental health or the the uh, therapy thing you know like you've yeah. seen so many of those posts where people are like oh if only dads went to uh therapy the world would look <laughs> <True>. like this <laughs> and like as much as we joke about that it's true like there's so many stereotypes about therapy and there's mental health associated with manliness that if we really took a if we really took a stab at men taking a look at their own mental health and going to therapy and solving shit that man, would fix so many issues man. in the world bro <laughs> cuz i'll tell you one thing one thing i've seen for sure is that like toxic masculinity has the tendency to make people start to adapt and like deal with toxic masculinity yeah because when society doesn't change neither do men yeah 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 and for so sure. like a simple example would be like people uh, uh, people like significant others will literally say, "Ah, no, I'm not gonna bring it up because he's gonna get mad at me." Yeah, like, whoa, that's that's kind of huge because not only is that a conversational barrier, but it's just a simple barrier of like the whole relationship not being able to function solely because toxic masculinity is taking over yeah the values of each uh, each counterpart. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, tox yeah yeah yeah, it's really really hurt us. That's facts, bro. Um, yeah, do you want to talk about, you know, toxic masculinity in our own lives? Like, how we, how we like, see that shit? I mean, you and I paint each other's nails every time. <laughs> Before every episode. <laughs> you, you paint your nails and I'm never invited, bro. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> um, yeah. That's funny. But, uh, well, I mean, we both wear earrings. Have you got any comments on that ever? Um, I mean, I feel other people have told me about like their earrings, but nobody's ever like, nobody's ever said like, I'm, I'm less of a man for wearing earrings or mm. anything like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, Um, it's also funny, like, uh, we coined this, we, we, we didn't coin it, but we, we use this term a lot. Uh, it's Metro. Metro yeah, is the yeah, term. yeah. And, uh, Metro, I feel like is the, um, 
the happy medium that people have created between masculinity and femininity. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, at least being, if if nothing else, at least being in the architecture realm, I think a lot of us <laughs> have sort of like sat happily in the metro corner. For sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, a lot of the traits that we exhibit um, have been coined as that. But really, I mean, it's just a, it's just a taking steps away from what people define as masculinity or to, or bringing steps into mas- masculinity that say like, Hey, you can do this and also be a man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you and can, I mean, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I feel like part of the reason, like we got it, like part of the reason we are the way we are. And I'll, I'll only speak for myself, obviously, cause we were, uh, contrary to popular belief, we were not actually raised in the same household. <laughs> uh, um, I feel like part of the reason I'm the way I am is I, is because I grew up in a in a household in an environment that like kind of accepted me regardless of how much of a man quotation marks I was. You know what I'm saying? And that's mm. not like not everybody gets that at all. You know, I had the very like fortunate circumstance of being able to go to a school where I played the fucking oboe while all the cool <laughs> kids were on the football and basketball team, and like. I wasn't exactly prom king, but I wasn't getting shoved in my locker either. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And not everybody's that fortunate to get to like express their interests like that. You know what I mean? For and I sure. feel like that's how that shit just like breeds on itself. Yeah. Cause a lot of that does come from, like we said, it starts when kids are literally zero years old. And the, the, the time that people really pick up masculine or feminine traits is in those development years of like middle school, high school and whatnot. Sure. So um, that's a pretty good take. And I, like, like you said, Although people might not believe that we weren't uh, <laughs> <laughs> weren't raised in the same household, I had a similar experience as well. And I think uh, coming from the community I did, coming from family I did, I did experience a lot of like, hey, that's not what men should do. Mm-hmm. That you shouldn't be doing that because uh, men were not supposed to be doing that, or mm-hmm. um, you know, any of these things. And it's probably probably the reason I stopped playing the flute. And <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, but but still, there's a lot of um, there was a lot of uplift within the family and whatnot, and. Um, you'll still see, I, I'm sure many of our listeners will understand that within their families, within their societal cultural norms, you'll see things like, oh, you know, men shouldn't get their ears pierced. That's not, that's not sure. right. You know, men shouldn't get, men shouldn't wear jewelry like that. That's not, yeah. that's not what men do. No piercings, tattoos, you know, clean body. And that, that extends to more than just masculinity. I will say that. Yeah. But, um, you know, those, those ideas do blend and goes back to intersectionality. Like we were talking with gold. Classic, so. classic, bro. <laughs> It's all connected. There's layers. There's layers to this. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And um, another thing that is like also I feel like is really weird to talk about is kind of the uh, the unspoken subtext of masculinity in society, especially kind of in like within your own uh, social circle and within like age groups that are kind of our level when um, when you're kind of like transitioning from boyhood to manhood and shit like that. You know what mm. I mean? I don't know, men. You, yeah, exactly, bro. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Do you do you ever like I don't know, do you ever feel like that is um harmful? Hmm. Personally, no. Not 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 within my personal experience I can say that's harmful. Mm-hmm. Um I will say that it can be harmful when people realize that they have a responsibility that extends past themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, when they have either someone else to care for or they're thrown on with other experiences as they get older and yeah. you know, you just have to deal with other shit. I think that that responsibility aspect is often traded back to masculinity. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Which, you know, which, which can be harmful. 
Um, so far, I haven't had anything like that where uh, I have had to take care of a son. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, I think so far in my transition from boy to man, I think uh, I see a lot of growth and, like, a lot of opportunity where you start to realize that you don't have to fit into certain boxes that you did in high school yeah, or middle sure. school and things like that. And, you know, maybe maybe that's just college opening up your life and maybe that's just, like, ex- seeing more of the world like so you understand more growth. of it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But um, it can go both ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it's like, it's like always like kind of in the back of my mind, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. always like, um, like I know that like, I should never have to resort to violence. Like I should never have, like there should be, there's no like that I can think of right now. There's no real like reason for me to get into a fight mm-hmm. like a physical fight you know what i'm saying yeah but also like in the back of my mind like i kind of want to be like if there is like i want to like be ready for it you yeah, know what yeah. i'm saying and, yeah. and and just stuff like that so like um like those like you know society programmed ideas quotation marks yeah are like um you know obviously only speaking for myself but it's always in the back of my head and so i feel like it's always like a constant struggle to like make sure you understand why you're thinking what you're thinking and being able to separate like what's like, you know, like we were talking about, like what's just like, just like the responsibility factor of quotation marks versus stuff that can be harmful to you and other people. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I like the, I like the way you phrased it, which is like something in the back of your mind, but it's, it's so easy to, um, it's so, I don't, I don't want to like devalue the, the progress we've made with toxic masculinity and like, you know, Harry Styles painting and nails and you know, wearing a dress. Like, <laughs> great great stuff i'm not going to say that's not great stuff but it's all i want to say is it's so much easier to put on a dress and wear and paint your nails Mm -hmm. than it is to not have that jerk reaction to say if i'm in a fighting situation am i going to be peaceful or am i going to stay or am i going to you know get violent and be a man and fight him you know yeah yeah. that's like the ingrained dna within all of us where well not not dna society standards bro (laughs) you're right you're right we ain't got no violent dna you're right you're right uh, that's the ingrained societal standards that we have to break, and that's the toughest part. But for sure, you're right. It ain't scientific, so it's possible. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like the last thing we could talk about is like ways that ways that we're able to combat toxic mm-hmm. masculinity, ways we're able to fight our programming and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a Wreck-It Ralph episode now. Like straight up, bro. <laughs> it's all connected, bro. <laughs> bro i promise our, our destiny's been leading up to this yes. episode bro <laughs> i promise oddfish listeners we will do an episode where we simply just talk about all the movies we've mentioned yeah straight up we need it bro <laughs> a very lighthearted movie re- oddfish movie review yes bro. yes yes um season four that's what that's what's coming facts um i think the first and biggest thing we'll be going back to the beginning of this episode where we're breaking down the phrases that can be um you know prevalent in everyday life and also very triggering at times start to break those down stop stop using those yeah. stop uh making those so commonplace in in um your conversation vocabulary is everything right exactly for sure um also um i feel like it helps um to be vulnerable with people to open yourself up to people, to people even if it's not a lot like just you like you really can't be like keeping all those thoughts inside your head you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. Um, and also I think understanding your, um, your value doesn't come from your, uh, how much money you have or your, uh, your success or how many women you have sex with or whatever, anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like 
your value comes from you as a person inherently and um and that other stuff like ain't really defining you like that you know what i'm saying bro (laughs) it's true it's true (laughs) and you don't you don't really understand the value of you know your gender or your relationships until you really start to be vulnerable like nov said start to take those steps away from your like mental makeup and societal makeup of who you were supposed to be because of society said you're a man but like the second you become a little bit more vulnerable you see that oh just because i'm a man doesn't mean i have to keep all my mental health issues in my head mm-hmm. i can actually talk to someone about it even if it's not a therapist i can tell someone about it yeah absolutely and um you know if you if y'all have if y'all men or anyone else uh have any anything to say and no one to say it to we're here so straight up bro it doesn't matter straight if up. you have no one oddfish is always here and with that being said <laughs> bro <laughs> i can't think of a better way to end it uh we about to wrap this episode up and you know this is a this is a broad, important topic, and there's no way we could have covered everything Not important. At all. Like Not I'm, at all. I'm still like racking my brain for anything that we might have missed. So if there's anything you want to add to the conversation, anything that you want to be known, if you want to cancel us, reach <laughs> out <laughs> at hashtag Oddfish on Twitter, uh, at Oddfish Pod on Instagram, anything like that. Text us. Come to our house with a mask, please, and let us <laughs> <laughs> let us know. Dude, that being said, that being said, I do I do want to say before we go, we're entering holiday season. We're going to have a few more episodes, but uh, obviously you've seen the number of cases in our country right now, yep. so chill out with the going out, yeah? <laughs> Just uh, relax for a little bit, take some time indoors, take some time for your mental health, stay inside, think, journal. Um, don't go outside for a bit, because shit's hitting the fan right now. Shit's been hitting the fan, so calm down with the going out and shit. But of course... We ain't telling you what to do. Just some just some <laughs> suggestions from your favorite clownfish, bro. <laughs> but that being said, bro, oddfish out. We'll see you next week. Skirt. <laughs>